Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. I'm Tanya J. Powers for Fox News Radio. Today I'm spending a few moments with Missy Robertson and her youngest daughter, Mia, of the Duck Dynasty fame. Thanks for joining me today, guys. Thank you for Thank having you. us. It's always good to have uh, have y'all come by. I know you've you've come by in the past mm-hmm. with your husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good to have you back. I always say, come back and see us. And you actually did. <laughs> so thank you. Well, we love y'all. Um, I know that you, uh, Mia, is here because you've, you guys have got a book together, or more than one book together, mm-hmm. Princess and Camo. Tell me a little bit about that, Missy, and then I want to okay. get Mia's perspective on okay. all this. Okay, it's actually a four-book series, mm-hmm. so we wrote four books together, and uh, it took us um, a lot of time, but it was super fun. We've never really done a project like that together, so what's fun about this is that it's all fiction, and mm-hmm. you know we're used to reality, and this being something that we can take, they're based on our family, so and mainly Mia and her cousins, and so they all got to pick what name they wanted, what color hair they wanted, um, even some of the personality traits. And so that's really fun. And uh, the adventures, we took kind of the scene. The first book is the scene of our neighborhood and how we all live on the same street. And um, and so they took that. And then also Rowdy's character, his name is Hunter in the book. And you know, Rowdy was adopted by Willie and Corey a couple of years ago. And so all of the girl cousins who are the same age about had to learn to accept him into the family because he's also their age. So that's really what the first book is about, about accepting and loving unconditionally and just how God is with us and how he accepts us into his family. But the fun part is they had to put him through a few initiations first <laughs> to be a true so. uh, caraway is the last name of the characters <laughs> in the book. So to be caraway worthy, he had to prove himself. Mia, how old are you? I'm 14. You are an author at age 14. Yes, ma'am. That's pretty huge. There are a lot of adults that go, oh, I'm going to write the book one day. One day I'm going to write a book, and, I, and they never make it to author. You've done it by age 14. That's that's pretty a big step. Yes, ma'am. How did you, how did you, how much input did you have on this? Um. Well, I did like that I get to pick my name and that I got to, um, I was born with cleft palate, mm-hmm. and so we wanted to have a challenge in for me in the book too and so I have allergies so I'm alley with allergies so it's just kind of foreshadowing that I have had surgeries and that she has also had allergies and has to not eat nuts and eat specific things this was something that you and and uh, your cousins and, and your whole family could could really relate to and kind of get involved in how long did it take to write to write these books I mean after somebody had the idea of going hey this is a good idea how long did it take to actually see it well start to finish was about a year and eight months wow. so yeah and so Mia was 12 when we started this process you know and that's the the age for the books really the target age is for girls age 8 to 12 mm-hmm. so even though Mia's 14 now she was in that age group that we were targeting when we started but uh yeah you know we all want a character that we want that we want to root for uh overcome challenges and uh 
you know, writing this with your daughter um, can be challenging just because we think differently. I want I want certain things, and then Mia's like, I don't want that in there. You know, I, want, I don't want to talk about that, mm-hmm. you know. So we had to learn to compromise in certain areas. I, because I know her character and what's made her and the character that she has in her uh, is a lot because of being born with the challenge of cleft lip and palate and having to overcome and persevere. And so I was like, Mia, I think you should keep your cleft in the book. And she said, wait, tell, tell them what you said. Remember what she said? I know. I didn't want to be. I said, oh, I said it's because I don't have to be it because it's fiction. <laughs> That's right. That's true. Like, I can be anything I want, Mom, and yeah. I don't want a cleft palate in the book. So I had to realize, you know, this is a good way for her to be able to express herself and not have to worry about that aspect. So it's like, well, what kind of challenge would you choose, you know, it, to, to help to get over and for, for people to root for this character in the book? And so she chose allergies because a lot of kids are affected with allergies and have to live with those and the parents have to figure that out along the way and that's scary. Mm-hmm. And so um, that the first book tackles that as well about how she found out about being allergic and things that kind of um, prohibit her you know from being from living her full potential sometimes and so for these kids I think it really relates to them too. Mia what was it like working with your mom on this project? Like she said it was kind of challenging because I know I didn't want to have a cleft palate but it was mostly pretty fun because we knew that we were it was going to have a greater outcome so it was really fun working with her and writing a book. This is uh, teenagers are are a, a whole different breed. You think toddlers are the, are the ones that are going to try your patience, but that's practice mm-hmm. for the for the later years. But you know, this is this is something that you guys have managed to do together. Um, that has you know that's a that can be a difficult age, especially with mothers and daughters. Right. Um, you've you've found something that unites both of you. How mm-hmm. does that feel? It feels great. It's still, you know, there were ups and downs in this process, of course. But, of course, uh, the ups was the creativity and just the fun um, trying to just come up with all of the characters and and the stories and talking through them. We got to actually do that with my nieces and nephews. And so having them all collaborate with us about, oh, let's do this and let's do this and remember that time. So that was really fun. And then uh, I was like, it's fiction. We can go really elaborate. You know, so even Hunter in the book, one of his initiations is to spend all night alone in a shed, and he ends up having to wrestle an alligator at the end. <laughs> so we know probably not true in real life, but it's fiction, and so you get to see how that turns out at the end. I take it he beats the alligator, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, good. yeah, he's no, he's still around. <laughs> he's still around. All right, well, that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, the the book tour that you're on right now, this has got to be a lot of fun because you get to meet so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the feedback, Mia? What have people told you about about these books that have read them? I mean, the, especially kids around your age and younger that are that the book is aimed at. Go ahead. The kids, the, the few kids that we gave them to, we read to the third grade class at my school, and they really liked it. They couldn't wait for them to be in the library because they it, they found them that they were really interesting, mm-hmm. and they really liked them because they had a strong like girl character that faced challenges. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's a big thing, especially now we're seeing more and more books that are coming out uh, with strong female characters and things like that. This is a this is a good time for all this. There's four right now, right? Four, well, there's four. books books in the series the mm-hmm. first two will be released on the 27th okay mm-hmm. and then and the other two are sometime this summer okay 
I, I take it you're working on five through, you know, 100 uh, now. I don't know right? about that yet. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get through these first. <laughs> Mia's like, oh, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. This is a pretty big deal. I mean, to, to have something you can work on together that's especially, like I said, a strong female character aimed mm-hmm. at this age group. That's an important age. It is. To, to really kind of see yourself uh, somewhere. It is. Just to feed that self-esteem. Um, and I know that, you know, there's there's all this talk about how we need to build our children's self-esteem. But that comes from actually letting them build it and letting them go through the challenges themselves instead of moms and helicopter parents, you know, making sure that the, the, the path is paved perfectly in front of them. So um, I'm a big I'm a big component, you know, a promoter of having them actually face those challenges themselves. Yes, we're here to help you, but we're not going to solve all your problems for you. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's so neat about these books is that the 8 through 12 girls can see how they can figure things out themselves. And uh, it gives them the self-confidence when they do, that we don't have to have our mom and dads do everything for us, take care of everything for us and solve all of our problems. We can do it. And and with her, with Mia and her cousins, you know, because of their relationship, their close relationship, and people know them from the reality show, and they've seen them interact together. And so to actually have that in a book um, portrayed, you know, as different characters, but really it is based on them, and there's a lot of their personalities that come through. And Rowdy was even saying a couple days ago, he was just laughing out loud. He was like, everybody's so funny funny in this. I'm like, well, y'all are funny. You know, that's why America loves you. You're funny and you're real. And so there's a couple of things that that stick out in the book that show the the personalities, especially with Mia, is that she's always like, okay, people. You know, she she always says people. Like, let's just get down to brass tacks here, you know. And so <laughs> she says that a lot throughout the book. And so that's just her personality, you know, and she's like she's very down to earth and grounded in that aspect. And so um, their their true personalities come out and that's why I know I'm biased because not only do we write it, but we wrote it about our family. I just think I just I still just laugh and I even tear up when I read a lot of it because um, it's just so cute and fun but also very meaningful and has a purpose. Mia, you're going to be signing a lot of books. You're aware of that, right? Yes, ma'am. Are you ready for all of this? <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, it helps because she's such an avid reader. Yeah. She loves book series and she, in what were you, eight or nine uh, when you when you started reading The Hunger Games. And so because she had to be off school for so long because of all of the surgeries that she was going through. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I was like, um, okay, we'll get The Hunger Games series. And she's just whipped right through those. Thought, okay, you know, she, she loves to read. And we're, we have a huge reading program at our school called AR, Accelerated Reader, mm-hmm. that really pushes the kids. And I think that's helped her too. But it's always a good thing for kids to read. And so put something really good and meaningful in their hands that's fun, adventurous, and then has a good plot, but also has a good meaning about how to treat people with kindness and respect and how you would want to be treated. Um, Can't go wrong with that. Absolutely. Mia, uh, one final question. Obviously, your books are one that you would recommend uh, for people to read. What are you reading right now that's not your book? Um, Actually, I'm reading um, You Have a Brain by Ben Carson. (laughs) Oh, how cool. So... 
So that's a really good book. Wow. Okay. Book recommendations. I, I can see your own book club coming up out of this. You realize that, right? I mean, it's going to be like the book guru one day. Maybe so. I love that. By the way, your tweet from the subway this morning was oh boy. hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Y'all are enjoying New York City, you and, and all the cousins, Mia? Yes, ma'am. You're it's having a lot of fun. fun. Mia and I have both decided <laughs> we, we could actually live here, but we would probably be alone because I don't think Jace would follow us. So, Oh, come on. Do you get recognized? Do, they, do people like say, hey, wait a minute. I know y'all. A few. A few. Less, Not as less much. here, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a big place. It's yeah, big they place. just keep on walking usually. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually a little bit easier without the beards with us on a New York trip because, you know, there's nobody getting kicked out of the hotels. Right. So. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's much easier, more flexible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just assume, hey, they're just they're just normal tourists. Pe- that's normal right. Normal people, you know. It's just... the beard that stops people in their tracks. Yeah, I can see so where that no beards this trip. Be the attention getter. Right. All right. Thank you for coming by. Thank you. Uh, Thank I, you. We want to see more of this. And next time uh, you got some books out, please come back and see us. Mia, this is your formal invitation. Your mom's already taken me up on it once. So come back and see us, okay? Thank you. All right. Thank you. We've been talking with Missy Robertson as well as Mia, her youngest daughter. The new books are called Princess and Camo. It's a new youth fiction series. Check it out. I'm Tanya J. Powers for Fox News Radio. I'm Charles Payne. Listen to my Unstoppable Prosperity podcast so I can get you making money right now. Whether stocks are hitting new all-time highs or in free-fall mode, opportunities abound. So why are so many potential investors still sitting on the sidelines? In a new season of my podcast, I'm going to get you in the game. After 38 years on Wall Street, I'm ready to impart some lessons and get you invested in the greatest wealth-generating machine in history. Listen anytime, everywhere at foxbusinesspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Listen to Fox News Podcast shows ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or follow wherever you get your podcasts.